Oh, I know, I know. You you don't have time for this. You you're busy getting it done, and of course you're pretty damn good at it. Or are you? Hmm. Let's talk about it. All right, all right. Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. We made it. It's Friday. Oh my God, you got one more day. I don't know where you're at in this, but I hope it's going great for you. And of course, even if it is going great, then I hope you're excited about how much better it can get. That's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, talking about what you have going on. What's the weekend look like? You got a lot of good stuff going on for the weekend. Something that's new, different, inspiring. I mean, when you really think about waking up and being excited and having a reason to get all in your bitches about what you have going on, that isn't a bad reason. I mean, when you have something that you just haven't done, or maybe you've done it, but it's kind of making you nervous, or maybe you just don't, you're not sure if you want to do it. Those are all, I mean, those are all important elements because that adds energy. I mean, even that scary energy, fear is a great, uh, a great energy, right? Great energy for you to have when you, when you face something. Why is that? Well, because kind of gives you a boost gets a little it gets you thinking kind of looking around if you're in trouble or not and then of course there's the idea that you actually succeed right so you're afraid of something and you and your your significant other go out and you start spending some time chasing it and all of a sudden you realize well huh, that wasn't so bad was it no yeah, that's that i think that's the ticket to success when it comes to getting good at anything and of course that's the topic of this conversation we're talking about being good at it when you look at when you look at your life here's a question for you um are you good at it i mean are you just good at it and of course some of us may not have even taken the time to figure out what that actually means i mean to evaluate whether or not you're good at something what do you suppose that means what do you think that might mean hmm. well I, I i guess everyone's entitled to their own opinion and i am too so my idea is that when you're good at something, usually it's not that difficult for you. You know, whatever that thing is, some people would come along like, oh my God, how do you do that? And you just, you're like rocking and roll. And an example of that is, is, is concrete. And I remember when I first got my first concrete job, we were, we were paving a, a vehicle maintenance building for D9 Caterpillars. It was 10 inches. We were doing 10 inches at a time. And then the pad was 24 inches deep, my and there we are, we're running that. And I'm thinking, how are, you, how are these guys moving mud, concrete, eight, ten hours a day? I mean, concrete's hard work. It is hard work, right? And then all of a sudden it dawned on me after about three weeks when I got good at it, all of a sudden it wasn't nearly as difficult. We do realize that's the secret to success in anything, right? You just got to hang in there long enough that you get good at it. Because once you start getting good at it, the things that were stopping you and the flow at which you're able to accomplish things starts to increase. You know, I may not be good at selling you on a message. I mean, I may suck, still still suck on the ideas that I'm sharing, but I tell you what, I'm good at something. I've gotten really good at being able to produce one of these every day. And, and of course, you probably can't imagine this or haven't even considered it, but think about this. Think about it. You realize this is an off-the-cuff thing. There are times when I'll be doing something or looking around the world and I'll come up with some idea and I'll jot down a, a topic for the podcast. But, you know, most of the time it's just, it's a spinoff of my own thoughts as I wake up in the morning. I think about hmm, what I dream about and, and what I'm learning about and what I'm trying to accomplish in my life, right? And it's actually, that's where it comes from. Now, given that, do you, I don't spend any time top, typing out a script, as, as you may be able to tell, which may in fact be my demise. But the, but the reality is, how do you get better at doing it the way I'm doing it if you don't do it the way I'm doing it? 
See, that's the ticket right there. No matter where you are, the only reason you're not to the level of success you want isn't because you can't. It's because you just can't stick with it long enough. And how do you go about doing that? How do you find the energy to get good, no, to get great at anything, right? To get so good, so efficient at anything that you just like, people around you are going, man, how do you do that? Man, that's crazy. You do how many pull-ups in a row? 30? How do you do that, man? Well, I just got good at it. Huh. Wow. Kind of simplifies the whole process of success, doesn't it? Because if you if you spin, spin this thing forward, if you spin this thing forward, uh, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about successful people, right? I mean, when you really think about it, what's the difference between a, an immensely successful person and the rest of us? What is the what is the number one difference? And if you look at it, the answer is going to be simple. It's going to be they got good at something that neither you or I are good at. And what do you suppose that is? Well, it has to do with something that inspires them, right? You have to have a reason to wake up every day and go, oh, you know what, I think I'm going to do this now. And then to, and then to actually do it, to execute. Because that's where the success comes. It's not about avoiding failure, because I guarantee any successful person you know is as big a failure as you are, with one significant exception. They stuck it out. They kept failing and not being good at it and not being great at it, but they kept showing up every day because they had this amazing reason why they were doing it, and then eventually, guess what? Well, they got good at it. And once you get good at something, you achieve the level of success that you've established for yourself, the motivation for why. I mean, this podcast is, again, a prime example. Apparently, the reason no one's listening is because I'm not good at it. And if I, if I keep examining it and asking myself, well, why do they think I'm not good? Why, why, aren't it, why isn't this podcast more popular? And the reality is it's because it's hard to break through. Otherwise, everyone would be successful and there wouldn't be any reason for me to be talking to you. I wouldn't have gotten the idea from all those guys that made bad choices in prison that maybe there's something amiss with our ability to actually pick a great direction and then get good at it until we're able to accomplish it. I mean, I don't know if, if uh, it, there's something that will change you. It is spending time with people who, aside from their, their title, they were inmates, and aside from their infractions, they broke the federal law and they ended up in prison. But when you really talk to them, they're exactly like you. And that's what I faced. I, you know, men, men that were just like me who made bad choices that any one of us could have made, and the next thing you know, they're in federal prison. And the only reason they're there and the goal for me when as a as a correctional worker there was to help them get good enough at life that they don't have to come back. Hmm. And of course I got kind of addicted. I don't know if you realize this, but part of the reason I do this is because it's it's kind of it's kind of addicting. I mean you you grind and you grind and you grind and you grind and then all of a sudden someone says, You know what? I listened to what you had to say and you're you're right. The reason I don't have enough money and I can't seem to get my self into a stable position to where I can start launching some shit is because I, I haven't gotten good at that aspect of my life yet. And of course, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, that would be an essential uh, element in order for you to succeed. You need three things in life to be successful. I mean, just to maintain a platform. And that's, that's all we need, right? There's no requirement that you own a big Taj Mahal of a house, 20,000 square feet, right, or whatever it is. You don't have to drive a fancy-ass car. No one gives a shit. I mean, the world wants you to believe that. The advertisers and the and the cor- corporate America who's trying to get in your pocket, they're, they're selling you the idea that the biggest reason you need that is because that's success, and your friends and the entire world 
is looking at where you're at. And the honest truth is no one could be farther. It could be farther from the truth. The closest they've gotten to that is social media. And even then, I mean, I don't know if you believe the crap or not, but I certainly don't. There's nothing I've seen on social media yet that I can verify to the point that it's worth me spending any time thinking about. And of course, how did I get to that conclusion? Well, I spent a bunch of time looking at a simple concept, and it's called the value return, right? How much time, how much, for all the time that you put into social media, and again, I'm not trying to throw stones, not trying to be mean to you, but that's the truth. All the time we put into social media, what are you getting back for it? What do you? I mean, truly, in in tangible benefit, what are you? What are you going to be a star? Believe me, I've put a lot of stuff out there. I've had, I mean, I've had my share share collection of followers, because you need followers. Oh, kind of sounds like a weird religion, right? Oh, you have, oh you got followers too? How many followers do you have? Oh, I got followers, man. I, I got more followers than anybody. Yeah, huh? Who else gets followers? Oh, Jesus had followers, and God, Jesus had followers, and the apostles, and all of the and preachers have followers, and and you don't suppose false prophets have followers, huh? Wow, sound a lot like that crap in the last part of the Bible to me. I don't know. I don't know what would happen if you focused on you. Say a relationship. How's your relationship? Let's talk about that. Friday deserves that. Friday, you're going to be together this weekend, right? You got him or her, whatever you're hanging out with, however that feels. Uh, Are you good at it? You know, good to that relationship thing. You wake up every day and you're smiling and excited about where you are and what you're going to do. And oh my goodness, you just can't believe it. I hope so. I mean, that would be cool as hell. I, I know what it's like. And I, and believe me, I'm not I don't I'm not there all the time. I don't feel that way 100% of the time and I'm a little I'm exaggerating maybe just a little bit, but it sure does feel good. I mean, I look at my wife and I'm impressed with her. I look at my wife and and I want to spend time with her and I want to I want to touch her and and of course, we don't have any conflict, so that really makes it nice. And if I need her help, she runs over and she helps me and if she needs my help, I run over and I help her and the cool part is even when I don't think I need her help, she'll show up. She shows up there and it's not because she owes me anything. It's just because, well, it feels good to be around each other because we do good things for each other. We got good at it. We got good at being friends. We got good at being companions. We got good at being good listeners. We got good at being great partners, great team players. Hmm. Wow. You want to get good at something? I'm not going to let this one go. We're going to go into how to do it, right? How would you do that? How would you get, how do you get good at your relationship? Well, you just start getting better at the thing, elements within it that you're not very good at. And of course we have to identify what a relationship requires. So I'm going to say, and I'm going to go out on a limb here because I'm not a psychologist and don't take it as that. This is just one man talking. But my, my thinking is that when you, uh, when you are nice to a person that you share your life with, that's, that's an element of, of a good relationship. That's going to, that's going to be indicative to well, to having a pretty cohesive relationship when, when you show up in the room and they run over to you because you're exciting and you're kind and you give good feelings and you, you, you're compassionate and, and being around you is interesting. That would be a, those would all be elements of being good at your relationship. And on the other hand, if you show up at home and uh, there's tension before you even get in the door and then she sees that you stop by the liquor store and now there's even more tension, hmm. Uh, apparently, I mean, apparently the messages, the signals aren't working for you. 
You know, because if she's angry and not talking to you or slamming pots and pans around or doing whatever she's doing and, and it's kind of making you cringe and a little uncomfortable and you're you're thinking, oh, maybe I'm going to get in a fight. You know what? You, got, you, aren't in a, you aren't very good at relationships. And I know. And I'm stating the obvious, aren't I? Well, maybe sometimes you need to state the obvious because it, if you don't state the obvious, if we don't look at the obvious, then uh, how do we fix it? I don't care if it's obvious or not. Are you looking at it? And, of course, there is the other issue with getting good at anything. You have to be able to stay focused on it long enough to actually get good at it. How the hell do you do that? I mean, you've been married 15 years. How in the hell do you get all energized and excited about someone you've been sharing your life with for 15 years? I believe that's a good question. And, obviously, from the divorce rate, we're not very good at it, right? So what do you do to, to change that? Well, it's not so much what you do with the person. It's what you do together. I'll tell you what, one of the things that changed my life, I guarantee it, me and my wife were working on separate planets for most of our relationship, and, and the kids were getting grown. They were about out of the house. And, and I started looking around, and I started realizing, wait a minute, I don't even know this gal. So what did I do? I said, well, hmm, I started coming up with a plan. I need to get good at being a great husband. I, I needed to, and I needed to fast because we were one child away from being empty nesters. And the way things had been going in the past, I was pretty sure that it wasn't going to last. All right. So I'm over here, I'm racking my brain. I'm trying to figure this thing out. And I started thinking, well, maybe I don't know enough about relationships. And about that time, the universe kicked in and my son sent me a copy of the book, The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. And Brene Brown's a smart person, and I, I had never heard of her up to that point, and all of a sudden I got this book in front of me. It was an audible. I start listening to this book. I'm like, wait a minute, that's me. And it turns out there's this thing she explains. It's called shame triggers and these other ideas that she throws out there. And, of course, in between all that, I'm doing a whole lot of my own thinking. And so I just came up with this silly-ass plan. I said, well, I'm just going to be nice to her. And it freaked her out. And I've shared this story before, but it was a it was a turning point in our relationship. I come home, I've been retired, I'm I'm lose I lost thirty pounds, right? Here I am, I'm rock and rolling my life. She comes home for lunch and she's upset about a couple things. Next thing you know, she starts crying, and you know what I did? I didn't do what she expected me to do. She thought I was gonna start yelling and we was gonna get in a fight. She could go back to work and hate on me for the rest of the afternoon um, because she was feeling bad. So I needed to, too. But instead I said, Oh, wait, wait, what's the matter? She looked at me and says, what's the matter? She, I says, you're crying. Why are you crying? And she started in about, you know, in tears and me retired and then all the stuff I'm doing and she's working. And, and, and I said, um, what do I need to do to help you fix that? What can I do for you? Do I need to, do I need to gain weight? Because I had lost some weight. Do I need to get a job? Uh, do I need to stop riding my bike? What do you need from me in order for you to feel better? It freaked her out. It's because if you're like anything like my wife and I, we were in a habit of how we exchange information when we're angry. When there's a problem, it always starts the same way. Think about any argument that you've had, and it's usually a long-standing, sensitive subject. It starts the same way, and then you work through the process, and even the kissing and making up works out pretty much the same, right? And what's funny about that is it never seems to go away. 
and I was done doing that cycle. So I said, well, I think I'm going to try and figure out how to fix it. And the only thing I could think of was if I don't give her any reason to be upset and to be angry and I'm nice to her and I'm considerate and I listen and I get good at my side of it, it might make it better. And guess what? It did. I got good at my side of it. I got good at being a good listener and, and to hold my tongue. And I got good at not yelling and not being angry and frustrated because she's angry and frustrated. Did that mean that I didn't get angry and frustrated? No. But I got good at saying, hey, listen, I'm kind of angry and frustrated, honey. I don't want to talk about this. We can talk about this tomorrow if you'd like. And then I walk away before the yelling starts, before anyone has to start crying. And then, of course, the response early on was, oh, no, she didn't want to let it go, didn't want to let it go. And I would reassure her. I'd say, I don't know what you need, but right now is not the time to talk about it. But I'll sit here and hold you. I'll sit here and I'll rub you. You want me to rub your feet? I'll do a massage, right? And of course, that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? All you tough guys out there, that sounds ridiculous. You're, if you're thinking about telling your husband about this idea, that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? No, it's really simple. It's really simple. When you get good at your side of the house, the person that's managing their side of the house can look at you and say, well, how come it's so easy for you? Well, I'm good at it. I mean, and of course, the whole concept is ridiculous, right? Think about all of the books, all of the way more intelligent people than me out in the world talking about how to change lives and how to fix your life and how to get better at life. And and I come up with this little catchphrase, good at it, right? And, of course, I have the ability to explain it. The truth is this. The only one that's stopping you from living any aspect of your life you want to live, experiencing anything you want to experience, is you. And the way that happens is when you develop the final step of this entire process, or in some cases, the first step in this entire process, and you build a story around an idea that you have that's so great that you keep talking about it and you can't stop talking about it and you just want to talk about it and you want to learn more about it and it gets more exciting as it gets closer and the next thing you know you start thinking about getting better at it and then you are better at it and before you know it, it's right there in front of you. And it's not hard at all because despite what you thought, it gets easier when you get good at it. What does that look like? Again, now we're talking about getting good at something. That's, that's, that's the ability for you in this case to be able to see where you are and then look at where you'd want to be in any area and actually develop a story, a process in your mind that allows you to get excited about it, to begin learning about it, to set a commitment, a goal to investigate it and continue to grow with it until you're good at it, right? Because that's the reason your life isn't moving. That's the reason you don't have enough money. That's the reason your relationship isn't where it's at. That re- that's the reason you're not as good looking as you could be. That's the reason you go to the gym and uh, for the first month of the year and then you don't show back up. It's not because you can't. It's because, well, you're just not that good at it. Right? And what's the ticket? You got to look at it. If, you're not, if you don't look at it, you can't be good at it, Right? If you're not looking at it, how do you see it? How do you see the, see the possible pathways to achieving it? And why is that? No. This is where it really gets painful. This is where people start squirming because it's really uncomfortable to talk about social media. 
I mean, really, it is. I start talking about, well, you know, if you, if you cut your social media inter- interactions out and you got on YouTube and you started learning some stuff and people, well, you know, I love social media. I get to stay up with family and I get to do all this and all that. And I get that. I mean, that does have its function, but I mean, you're, you, obviously you're not hanging out with family when you're on social media. I mean, there's some of that. And of course you're checking some of it out, but you know what? Social media is really an opportunity for you to do. It's to figure out ways to validate that what you believe, and that is you believe you're pretty damn good at it. Life, you're, oh, shit, I'm good at it. Hell, yeah. You're talking to your friends about your relationship. Oh, me and my husband, we get along so good. You kind of leave out on those occasions when you drink too much vodka and you're over there arguing, over there fighting like cats and dogs till 3 in the morning. You know, oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, we're doing fine. He got a great job. He's making lots of money, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, you you're good at it except for you don't actually open the door on the idea that you actually will owe four hundred thousand dollars on your first mortgage another 50 on your second you've got two new car loans and you guys are barely getting by huh you don't suppose anybody's sitting in that position do you and of course how would we know certainly not talking about it right you don't talk about that stuff on social media for god's sake we got to keep the standard up we can't let it i don't want to be the one that says i suck at this And that brings you to that other aspect of it. How do you build a story that's so good you want it? I daydream. I'm always daydreaming. Sandy gets irritated because I'm always talking to myself. I'm always working out ideas in my head, trying to figure out what next. Because I I don't know about you, but when I wake up in the morning, I am genuinely thankful. I'm like, damn, all right. And, of course, I spend some time thinking about dying. I do because I, I really i am just having so much fun. It's so exciting and challenging for me to be able to wake up and say, okay, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get that CAD program going right now. I got back to the gym. I'm going to do jujitsu again, getting back into that, rolling around, trying to put some muscle back on, working on getting good at that. And, of course, I got the advantage, right, yeah, because I don't, I don't need anybody to help me start. You know, Sandy doesn't tell me, you need to get in there and get that podcast done, and then I want 4,000 words on that book today. No, she doesn't have to tell me that. I got, I got that handled. She don't have to tell me, hey, you need to make it to the gym. We need to go for a walk, whatever it is. I, I kind of got that figured out. I'm pretty good at getting things started and being consistent. Why? Well, because I can see the outcome. I got a great story. I go to the gym and work out because I'm going to live a long life, and when I die, people will say, damn, he died of what? He had so much muscle, and he was in such good shape. I want to be. I want to create some confusion around my death. I want people to go, "Well, you, you mean natural? Just he just quit quit living. He just died. Yeah, natural causes. Yeah, he didn't have he didn't have high blood pressure. He was in excellent shape. Yeah, he was doing like three hundred push ups a day. Doing oh yeah, he's crazy working out, doing jujitsu and all that. Oh yeah, he was crazy. Just one, he just dropped dead. His body said, "All right, I'm done." Hmm. Not exactly a bad way to go, right? In the middle of something you love, you're digging. Or maybe you suck at that. Maybe that's why you showed up. You're in the middle of something, some new endeavor you're trying to learn, but you're not very good at, right? And you're in the middle, but you just get that edge. I mean, that would be the perfect way. You actually just get this breakthrough in something you've been sucking at, sucking at, sucking at, and all of a sudden you hit your stride, you break into it, you're like, damn, I know how to do it now. And then, boop, lights go out. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, it that, I mean, let's face it, that could happen, right? I mean, but it's still better than you being over there in the middle of a fight with your wife or your partner or your husband, whatever it is about any kind of dumb bullshit you've been fighting about for the last 15 years. 
and then all of a sudden the lights go out, that would suck. Or even worse, you have a delay in when the lights go out, so you have time to think about how sucky your life is, how all the things you wish you could have done if you could have just gotten better at it. Hmm. I don't know. Not a difficult concept at all. How would you start? Shut the noise off. How do you want to how do you want to get this thing started? You want to get headed down the road, you want to move that ball? How would you start? Well, it's you just got to shut the noise off. I mean, that's what I did. That's what I continue to do. See, the reason you're not getting shit done is cuz there's a whole lot of distractions that are a lot more interesting than where you're trying to go. Cuz let's face it, while you're sitting there hanging out with you trying to figure out where you want to go, you're not having much fun because you're not that much fun. Otherwise, you'd spend a lot of time with you trying to figure out where you want to go. And it's only when you start going someplace that you become interesting. When you start doing something that you're inspired by that you become interesting. And all of a sudden, you're like, well, do I want to stay on TikTok for three hours or do I want to hang out with me and figure this thing out? Because I know... I'm going to learn how to do AutoCAD. I know I'm going to get a better job. I know I'm going to be a better manager. I know I'm going to elevate my income by $4 an hour this year, right? Now, that's the difficult part of it, right? That's the difficult part of it because we are so inundated with information. Of course, the established justification for why, well, you know, it's technology. You know, that's that's the world today. I mean, that's just the way it is. Sure it is. But did you notice that that phone didn't come with an instruction manual? Now look at it. That Your phone didn't come with an instruction manual that says this is the ticket to your world and that if you use it correctly, you can learn anything you want to learn and you can become anything you want to become. It is a an advisor and an organizer and a counselor with chat GPT, an editor. It's got all kinds of features we have no idea about. And how are we using it? I, I, I mean, come on, how are we using it? Oh, jeez, oh, oh, look at this. What the, she, she fell on her, flat on her face. Look at it. Here, here, play it again, man. Play it again. Oh, jeez. Oh, see, even funnier the second time. You see how her feet flew up? Is that the best we can do? I mean, and I'm not saying you're not bad, good at it, because you are. We are good at stepping away from the idea of actually grabbing a hold of something. Why? Because we can't think about it long enough to get excited about it. So let's go ahead and make a list of things you can get excited about. You get excited about you first and foremost. You have to be excited about you because if you're not excited about you, you're not going to have the motivation to improve any aspect of your life. If you can't find a reason to get up in the morning and say, all right, I'm ready for this. Let's do this. And it has to be more than just a resolution. Just pick something in your life that sucks. How about that? You got some one thing in your life that sucks or isn't even close to where you'd like it to be. And again, I would say that should probably be your relationship. Your relationship isn't where you want it to be. You're not getting to where you want to be. You're not getting out of the relationship which you dreamed you would. Wow, what a great place to start. How would you start? Well, start working on ways to get better at it. Start imagining how great it's going to be when you don't fight anymore. Imagine how great it's going to be when when he starts helping out and you're helping out, and pretty soon the work is done half as it takes half as much time, half as much effort because you're both getting really good at working working together to get it done. That I mean. Hell, that's something to dream about, right? And every morning, dream about it. If you want to really get big in your britches on it, you could actually lean over to them every day and say, listen, I promise to be a great partner to you. I promise to help you today and to be kind to you. And I promise that I'm going to do everything I can to make our life together better. Wow. I know, I know. It's kind of weird, huh? No, who says that? That's, that's ridiculous. I say it. 
I'm always telling my wife how beautiful she is and why I love her so much and why I appreciate her. And, and I'm always there. She says, uh, and I go, what do you need? What do you need? And what's interesting, it's not an irritation. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity of joy. And the reason most of us struggle with that whole concept? Well, because number one, we can't imagine it. And partly because we, in our relationships, we're really not that good at it. And of course, how do you get good at it? Well, you kind of got to start researching it, got to start striving for it. You got to be able to imagine it and then you got to do it. That's all this whole thing's about. It's about doing it. I'm going to continue to do that. I'm going to continue to do it here and throughout the world. I got things going on right now that I'm going to get done and I'm going to accomplish. And there's going to be more things behind that, more things behind that, more things behind that. Because I'm shooting for that day when I'm in the middle of something I truly love and the lights simply go out. You know, that's what I'm hoping for. And if I have my way about it, I'm just going to keep getting good at it. (laughs) Oh, hope you will too. Hey, listen, I want to thank you. I appreciate you showing up every day. Um, if this doesn't make sense to you, reach out to me. I'll sit down one-on-one and have a chat with you. You can reach me at yourbestlifedefined at gmail.com, and we can talk about it. We'll sit down and do a private conversation about where you're at and how to get things moving. I love helping people. Uh, that's what I'm here for. So until next time, don't forget to launch every action, every choice from a platform of kindness. It'll make your life better, and it'll make the lives of those around you better. Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Have a wonderful day.